Well, I'm back, and uh, a lot of things have changed around here, and I'm going to tell you all about it. My name is JC, and this is Life and Times of a Native Son. Um, season 2, episode whatever, 3, 4, I don't know. Um, yeah, so hey, um, I'm back. Uh, I'm going to give this a shot and see how it goes. Uh, I said that I didn't want to come back until I felt like I could, you know, be honest and and uh, be able to laugh and it be legitimate and not forced and um, I think that I can get there you know uh, it's been a few weeks since I was on here last and uh, I don't know I don't, I don't actually on this podcast I, t- tonight or today I, I, I don't really have um, like an agenda or a specific story that I have in mind or anything. I'm just kind of throwing it, throwing it out there, and seeing where this goes. Um, but uh, I hope everything's been good with you for the last few weeks. I hope that uh, everything's cool, and you've been able to uh, enjoy whatever it is that you like to enjoy. You know, um, as far as uh, myself. And, uh, my kids, um, well, first of all, I'll tell you this, is the one thing about kids, and if you would have said any of this stuff was, would happen, the one thing that I definitely would have, um, gotten wrong would have been the way my kids, um, would react to this. They are they're so strong, you know, Clara and Carter and Chloe have been amazing, and, uh, um, it's, it's, it's inspiring to see, and, like, you know, like, even from, like, a medical standpoint, it's probably pretty common, I don't, I mean, I, of course, as a father, I think my kids are exceptional, but I think, that I think kids just are a lot stronger than we think and uh, yeah I don't know I would have never thought and I think like I, I try to put myself in their shoes and I you know unlike probably like you where the first thing the first thing that came into my mind when I said that I put my try to put myself in my kids shoes is I couldn't imagine and I've probably heard that, I mean, at at the very least, I've heard that 50 times, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was double or triple that, because people say it all the time, 
I can't imagine. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what you're going through. Um, and if this is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast, um, we had a pretty regular life, you know, like a lot of people, you know, you wake up, yeah, you know, my wife would be up and doing her morning thing and doing the stuff for the kids, and I go, and you know, I go to work, and I come home, and the kids and I go out for a little bit, and we come back, and, you know, I, like, literally just said a few words to her when I got back, and came, you know, put my pajamas on, and turned on the TV, and 45 minutes later, um, my kids don't have a mom, and, um, I don't have a wife, and, my wife and I were married for 20. This would have been 21 years in August. So, plus, you know, before that, I think what I always, what, like the, the thing that I always have tried, like a milestone for my relationship with my wife was July 4th, 1996. Pretty much from that day forward, if it wasn't a work thing, or a vacation thing where, you know, she went to her sister's and I went to Montana. Um, we, we were, we were together, you know, um, and so, um, I don't know where I was going with that whole thing, but, uh, yeah, so, what has changed around my house is um, our uh, supper menu <laughs> has gotten a lot smaller. Um, I can bake the kids like baked chicken because their mom made baked chicken, um, and then I can also do like a um, she did like a turkey burger, turkey bacon. Um, hash I can do that um, and then stuff on the grill I can do burgers broths steak um, chicken salmon you know any pretty much you know like during the summer before we would grill you know, I would say at least before all this happened we would grill at least three days a week during the summer and most there's probably a lot of weeks where we grilled five or six times. Um, so I can grill. So the kids are pretty much eating uh, something from the grill or those other two two or three things that I had mentioned. The baked chicken, the hash, and, and then uh, microwave food, you know. Uh, the kids will also tell you that um, we're not... Yeah, the, the house isn't as clean. I, I will put our house, though, you know, up against anybody's house as far as cleanliness goes. But April was even cleaner than what we are now. So the kids' gauge for a clean house and a dirty house is probably nothing like mine was growing up. Uh, not that my mom was messed because my mom was really clean. Um, but uh, the... Um, I knew people that were messy. I'll just put it, just say that. Um, I put an earring back in. I mean, 
at first it was, you know, I mean, I used to, I would show the kids because I got my ears pierced when I was 18 years old and uh, I probably uh, wore an earring until maybe until Clara was born. So I hadn't really had an earring in, you know, like on an everyday basis, you know, for 18, 19 years. But I would put an earring in just to tease the kids um, and show them that I could still do it uh, every once in a while. Um, but since this happened, uh, I guess that's one thing that's changed with me is I started wearing an earring again. And um, I grew a mustache, which, uh, to be honest, if I, it's probably. You know, I think I've tried to grow a mustache in the last five or ten years a few different times, and it's never really came in very well. You know, I used to get, like, the, um, if you remember, like, Snoopy, and then his cousin or brother or whatever, his name was Joe Cool, how he only grew the mustache on the very outside. Um, for the longest time, that's the only kind of mustache I could grow. Um, and since this has happened, uh... I've uh, grown a mustache, and I don't know if people like it. I know my daughter, my youngest daughter, doesn't like it. She told me to cut it because I look like she said I look like a cholo, and um, and I was gonna cut it. I, w- I was, and then two days ago, I'm walking out of Target, and there's this, like little twelve year old kid, and what I kind of learned is this kid fucking talks to everybody because from the time that I walked out the door he said something to me and then after me I heard him talk to at least two other people so the kid was a talkative kid but I walked out the door and he says whoa cool mustache and so that's it that's it I'm keeping this baby cholo or not yellow cholo mustache it's mine, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to it for a little while. Um, probably about the time I did the last podcast. Um, and when I did that, it, the 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 life update, the audio wasn't very good because I was on my way to work, and I worked. Uh, just out, just outside of where we live, and uh, the mornings were just were were really tough, you know. Going into work, I, I mean, first of all, mornings until lately have always been tough since April left, or since we lost April. And you know, it's just because she was super active. She was up at like five thirty in the morning and exercising and the treadmill and uh, listening to whoever her exercise video person was at the time so the mornings you could always hear that and then after this happened all of a sudden you know and my kids all sleep in and so and I don't and so I'd wake up in the morning and it'd be super quiet and I'd get dressed and I'd wake the kids up get them ready for school 
throw a load of laundry in or whatever it is that I had to do in the morning. I still do that. It's pretty much the laundry is like a never ending thing around here. Um, but, uh, it was just hard. The mornings were just hard. And then driving to work after quiet, you know, first hour or whatever of being up and then going to work and sitting in a car by myself and a lot of times and uh, the um, my wife's funeral is on YouTube and my brother-in-law had uh, talked at the funeral and he did an amazing job and I've probably listened to it since then. Um, I don't know, a lot. I've listened to it a lot, let's put it that way. Um, but a lot of times I would listen to it on the way to work. Which I don't, you know, you, and people who are a lot smarter than me could probably try to tell me why it is that you do those types of things. But I would listen to that. To, to my my brother-in-law on the way to work sometimes even during work I'd listen to it uh, and uh, just going to that place was hard and it was a lot of work a lot my job was like at least at the very least for full-time people's jobs and I took a I took a leave of absence and um, it was probably I probably went back in all honesty um, I took two and a half weeks off before going back to work after April day and uh, I think I went back because I felt guilty because they were still paying me while I was gone. And I don't know how long they intended on paying me. But they paid me for basically two and a half weeks. While I was gone. And I felt bad. Because I felt like I was just taking money from them. And so I went back. And uh, I just was having a tough time. And uh, I talked to a friend of mine on the phone. A friend who I grew up with, I mean, who I spent a lot of my, you know, at junior, senior year, and then all the years after that, you know, him and I spent a lot of time together until I got married, and uh, him and I were talking, and he's in, um, he's in the mental health business, and I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what exactly his job is, but, uh, I've, I've talked to him quite a bit since then, and one of the things that he said to me is we were sitting here talking, and, uh, he's, uh, like, well, how fast did you go back, because I was telling, I was telling him that I was struggling, and I told him, and he said, how long did, did you, were you away before you went back, and I said, two and a half weeks and he said Jesus and I was like what how long would you think I'd be gone and he said I, he said you that was a traumatic event and 
um, I would, I would have thought three to six months. And, um, I was like, man, I, I, first of all, I wasn't in the last, up until two years ago, I didn't take vacations, you know, there was 10 years where I would, at the most I'd take would be four or five days off. I never took a full week, you know what I mean? Like you leave on, you get off on Friday and you don't come back until a week later on Monday. I had, I hadn't done that for at least 10 years. And so being away and getting paid felt weird to me and I felt like I was ripping them off. So that's why the real reason why I went back so fast and, um, and plus I wasn't used to not working, you know? And, uh, but I didn't give myself time to go through all the shit that you need to go through. And by no means do I think that any of us are through it. And, and, And when I say any of us, I don't, I mean, I don't just mean myself and my kids. I mean, myself, my kids, my in laws, my mom and dad, um, a brother and sister, uh, and, and brothers and sisters, and um, our friends, my friends, April's friends, April's brothers and sisters. All of us are this, it's gonna take some time, you know, obviously for my, my myself and my kids because we've been so close to her recently. Um, but you know, my mother and father-in-law, that's their, that's their baby. And my brother and sister-in-law, that's their little sister. And, um, we're all going through this together. And, and, and and as weird as that sounds, it gives me a little comfort knowing that, you know, we're not alone. And, uh, the one thing or the things that I can also tell you that have changed is um, a lot of the people that I knew when I was young uh, have uh, I've become a lot closer to um, again again I guess I should say I've reconnected with a lot of the people that I knew when I was young and I was thinking about this earlier and how crazy that is that, you know, people that I've ran around with when I was 17, 18 years old, um, I talked to on a regular basis and now, and before we would talk, but it was like, I mean, thinking about some of the guys that I've been talking to lately and some of them I haven't talked to for years and, um, you know, a lot of those guys, I mean, there's there's some days that I'll go that I'll talk to two or three of the people that I grew up with, and um, I suppose that's you know one of the silver linings, you know, and and uh, um, you know I kind of went through a little thing where there was a lot of self pity and a lot of. Uh, feeling shitty about certain things that have happened in my life 
and most recently in my life. And, you know, getting away from that and having those times when you talk to, you know, the people that I knew when I was young. Um, that, uh, that, that's probably been one of the best things to come out of this. Um, the other thing, yeah, I suppose is, uh, trying to, um, manage the pain and the heartbreak in, 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 in my little capsule in my little capsule it would be you know myself and my kids and uh, I guess you know one of the things that uh, I've I've done personally to try not to be so down is remembering you know remembering the good times and um, reflecting on on the on the on the good stuff. And, and sometimes even that it is hard. But it's getting I don't want to say it's getting easier, it's getting different. And um we're 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 getting through it, and, you know, I guess, you know, at this point, for me personally, it's, um, I'm, I've been marking this next year, and when I say next year, I pretty much mean from, uh, January 13th. Uh, 2020 to January 13th of 2021 actually to the 14th getting through the 13th is the big is probably the biggest hurdle of them all and the hurdles that we have ahead of us right now are obviously Mother's Day Father's Day to some point uh My birthday is usually right around Father's Day, which usually meant um, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, because my mother-in-law shares the same birthday as I would be here, or there would be some type of activity going on. Um, Fourth of July, because it's kind of the same thing as Father's Day, as we always would have family over 
usually, you know, my father-in-law would come over, or, or my mother, my mother, mother-in-law, um, and then there's Clara's birthday, our, obviously our anniversary is August 20th, um, and then Chloe's birthday is probably going to be really hard, just because her birthday is the day before a- what April's birthday was, and that was always kind of a two-day thing around here, and sometimes those two, we'd have a, a joint thing for family. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then uh, January 13th, and my hope is that January 14th, that's when life will be normal again. Um, as normal as it is, as normal is it can be, I suppose. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's still, it's still really strange it's so strange and what I mean is it's just it's weird not it's weird being in this place you know um I do a lot of uh reflecting I suppose as you would um and uh sometimes I get pissed I suppose and then and at the same time the same thing that makes me pissed breaks my heart you know it makes me pissed that one of my girls is gonna get married in the same dress that their mom got married in and their mom won't be there to do the things that a mom would do with a daughter at a wedding um you know I've got two kids that are gonna graduate from high school without their mom and I'll be that dad at graduation I'll be that widowed dad at graduation. Um, and I, I guess that's one of the other things that's come out of this is um, people look at me different. And people talk to me different. Some people. Most people, I suppose I should say. I found that there's like a... There's been two people that I know. Through this thing. That have like a weird thing about grieving. And like they're trying to absorb it. And I don't know how to how to react to something like that but there's definitely two people that I talk to 
more than once that it seemed like they're sucking it in. You know, they like they need that grief themselves. And I wouldn't wish this upon anybody. But there's some people out there that I suppose it's, it's a safe way to, to get that feeling without having that feeling in you for every day every hour and every fucking second of the day um but uh for the most part the way people have been uh has given me more of a respect I don't know it's giving me more hope for humanity because so many people have been so so good to us and that gives me hope and you know despite everything that's happened and and really to be honest despite you know, January 13th and all the craziness for two weeks after that uh, people have been so good and you you would be amazed at how good people really are and you know that that gives me hope for for everybody and, and 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 with all the crazy stuff going on in in this country and I mean for that matter the crazy stuff that's been going on you know around the world for centuries on a human level when you get down to two people three people four people who are communicating with one another I think and you cut through the acting and the bullshit because there's a lot of people who act every day something like this makes people stop doing all of that shit and you see who they the potential of who they could really be and that gives me hope you give me hope, you know. If you're listening, most likely, and, and this is kind of the assumption that I have, is the only people who really listen to this podcast are people who know me. And um, chances are, if you're listening to this, I've got a message saved from you, whether it's from Facebook or Facebook Messenger, or you texted me, or you left me a voicemail, um, I've seen them, I've seen every single message on Facebook that people have given me, or that have left, um, and I'll go back, and I'll look at them, and I'll think about where they're coming from, and it just is been 
you know, like I said earlier, it's been the silver lining is all y'all. And that's what I'm thankful for, I guess, right now is the fact that my kids and I probably spend more time together now than we ever did. And we and I'm not like for real. My kids and I spend a, spent a lot of time together to begin with. In fact, part of the the thing that makes reconnecting with my with the people that I knew when I was younger even more special is, you know, as soon as I had kids, I pretty much cut off, pretty much cut off to my wife, my kids, and the family that we shared. You know, her family, my family. And now that little bubble has gotten a lot bigger. And it's because of you. And I'm thankful for that. Um, I suppose I'm at 30 minutes. I've talked a lot. And I haven't said much. But uh, anyways, I want to thank you for listening and I want to thank you for coming along this crazy ride with me and thank you for being a friend anyways that's all I got um peace I'm out